Are we recording? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Hello. My mouth is full of peanut butter M&M's. Welcome to the latest, the newest episode of You Should Listen to This. Uh, my name is Jackson Bunt. I'm Darby Larson. That's Darby Larson. And uh, this is a music podcast, vaguely. I'm music pretty, in quotations, as we like to say. Yeah. I'm pretty sure we use the same introduction each time, just like a few words switched around. Yeah. Which, it's a good formula, it's fine. Formulas are good. Formulas are good. Um, is it formulas in math where you have to, like, foil? Yeah. What was the Front, outside, inside, last... First outside inside last. <laughs> front outside. That's inside not right. Last. That's not right. What is front of a formula? <laughs> Wait, what is it? What is foil? Foil is how you solve a formula. No, 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 I think I guess... it's like the order that you do it. I think it's no. That's pendas. Foiling is for like. I think that's when you have two of the parent. What happened to this podcast? What is foil? <laughs> that's when you have the two, or you have like the one. Uh, uh, number on the outside then you have some stuff on the inside that you're multiplying by that one number so you would take the first you do the outside part first yeah and then you do I pulled it up uh, foil is a verb it means to prevent something considered wrong or undesirable from succeeding oh yeah yeah that's right um, welcome to the world's first music math podcast foil method Wikipedia first outer inner last First so, outer, okay. front was not right. First inner outer last. Fjol? First inner outer last. Fjol? Fjol? Uh, That's what Vikings fans yell. Is that it? No, it's Skull. They really like the chewing tobacco? I guess so. That makes sense that like, quite a few Vikings fans I know are also, uh, at least the ones <laughs> I knew in high school, were really into uh, chewing the tobacco. Chewing the tobacco. <laughs> chewing the tobacco. <laughs> Well, this is this, this is, is a music podcast. This is music podcast. You all you know who doesn't chew tobacco? Fucking straight edge people. Straight edge people. And you know who's fucking straight edge? <laughs> the band Inclination, who released the fucking <laughs> best EP the other day. Probably the and, best segue of all time. <laughs> absolutely. I said the other day. I'm pretty sure it came out yesterday. Um, I've listened to it like five times since it came out because it it's so fucking good and it's only like 14 or 15 minutes long. I'm pretty sure. So it's an easy one to get through. Um, yeah, uh, in the last podcast I said that, like, unless a bunch of bands release a ridiculous amount of, like, amazing records, that Judiciary might be my number one hardcore record. Uh, this is my number one hardcore record already. <laughs> um, I, I am a fan of straight-edge bands, being a straight-edge person myself. Um, I've always been one to think that straight-edge bands are the best bands, at least when it comes to hardcore, there's there's exceptions, uh, but goddamn this EP, it it made me proud to exist. It made me want to like, it made me want to x up in this like comfort of my own home, like not even For to your do cat. anything. X Just, your cat up. I'm not gonna x my cat up. I could because his paws are white, but there you go. yeah, basically just it just made me fucking want to like. It made me want to like break a fucking bunch of cigarettes and, like, I don't know. <laughs> Go buy a pack of cigarettes so you could break them? Yeah, and, like, I don't know, smash a couple beer bottles against a wall or something. Maybe you want to hide Grandma's lighters so she couldn't smoke. <laughs> That's true. I, I feel like you should be doing that anyways, yeah. just as, like, a public service. But, uh, yeah, um, 
if you've been living under a rock or you're just fucking stupid and you've never heard of Inclination, <laughs> uh, you should absolutely check them out. They're probably they're probably like the biggest new hardcore band right now, at least like when it by comes far. To straight edge hardcore bands at the moment. I'd say like just in general in because general? like if you look at their fucking Spotify numbers, it's kind of ridiculous. Really? Like I think they have like forty thousand monthly listeners. It's pretty good. Which that's more than us. Yeah. We're getting there. We're we're on the way. We're we're gonna be at inclination level soon. Yeah, that's we're gonna that's like there's like a hierarchy of like your like level of popularity based on like straight edge bands. Mm-hmm. Like inclination would probably be like upper mid tier right now. Like of course you always wanna like achieve like Earth Crisis and then like minor threat. Yeah, minor threat status, I was gonna say. Get minor threat status. I minor threat would I probably have heart status. Have hard status would be like a like an inch below minor threat, <laughs> but we're we're probably at about let's see, what's a small straight edge band? There's a lot. Most straight edge bands don't do much. Uh, I think there's a straight edge band from St. Louis called Time and Pressure. We're at Time and Pressure levels right now. Maybe not even that. No, absolutely not that. Either. I'm pretty sure they're we're like of, at our own. They're like regionally. We're popular. like at our own straight edge uh, band level. Like if we started one like right now, and just that's didn't where we show the get. music to anyone. Yeah, and literally that's all of our lyrics are just like, like, really generic sounding. Open your eyes. Open your eyes. Tell me what you see. <laughs> get your fist out of my ass. <laughs> I'm not your fucking puppet. <laughs> the best line. Also, I totally lied. Inclination has 14,800 monthly listeners. Oh, but fuck. their most popular song has 134,000 streams, which that's is no exit off of the last EP. So that's not a very good. That's not a very good ratio. That's not a very good ratio. I don't like that. We need to get that up. Yeah. So we're gonna send them to some of our. Some of our listeners, we're going to turn some people on to Inclination because they need it, obviously. What kind of people would you recommend Inclination to? Um, fucking straight edge people. Um, what about people who just like like hardcore music have the potential to get into like hardcore music? If you like things that are heavy and sound clean, so it's not overtly like gruff and aggressive, just by like tonality, you'll like it. Because it's very cleanly produced. It has some, like, very pleasant guitar tones for hardcore, which reminds me a lot of, like, the beautiful ones where they use, like, chorus and nice effects on the guitars, which, like, is a good break and stray from, like, just the overly distorted, raw shit that you typically get in hardcore. Like I said, fucking straight edge. I would honestly say, like, if you are trying to get into, like, heavier hardcore, like, this might be a good, like, jumping off point. Because they're melodic as fuck, which yeah. is nice, which is why I love the beautiful ones so much, is because, like, there's enough, like, melodic parts in there and enough, like, I wouldn't say soft parts, but, like, tonally and um, dynamics-wise is not, like, beating you over the head, that it makes it just, like, a very, like, clean and easy listen. Because, like, I listen to a lot of abrasive shit, but there will be times where I'll, like, I'll be like, I fucking get it. I don't. I don't need to keep getting hit over the head with this. Like, I uh, sometimes you need something to sing along to in the car at points. Yeah, there's something that you need to like fucking punch your steering wheel and X up <laughs> while you're driving too. Um, 
No, I, at work last night, I had, like, a queue of music going, and, like, I eventually had to, like, close Spotify, and I'm just like, I can't do this anymore, <laughs> because I, like, I underestimated what I could handle, like, in a row, because I was listening to, I think I was listening to, like, Full of Hell, which mm-hmm. is, like, fine, and I was like, I'm gonna listen That's to... That's my morning drive. Yeah, and I was like, I'm gonna listen to Soul Swallower, I'm gonna listen to Hatred Surge, I, like fucking put in like four hours of just power violence and grindcore from like the past 10 years and I could not handle it I had to like dip out and I just like put on a daily mix that was like a mix of like new alternative and hardcore because all my daily mixes are plagued with hardcore because I listen to so much <laughs> like every single one has some hardcore and yep. in it and it'll be like the name will be misleading because it'll say like Sea Haven, Touche Amore, and I'll like click on and the first song will be Incendiary or Daughters. I'm just like, what the fuck? Like, right now my very first one is Brace War, Have Heart, and Freedom. So, obviously hardcore. Let's see what I got going on here. It's a question. My second one is The Cure, Have a Nice Life, and Morrissey, but the second second song is a Piss Jeans song, and there's also Poison Idea and Christian Death in there, and Daughters and Minor Threat. So, like, it throws that in there. Yeah, my first one is just, like, it starts with Nails, Weekend Nachos, Down Presser, Incendiary. Yeah. And then my third oh. one, the name of it is Sea Haven, Touche, Amore, Fear Before the March of Flames. And then it starts off with Fiddlehead, but then goes into Daughters and Cult Leader and Jesus Peace. Yeah. So, like... So, I know it's really boring to read this shit off for people, because they probably don't get You're going to learn so many new bands. But this is, like, I looked at my second daily mix or whatever, and it's... It's so strange. It's, it's, it's daughters fucked up. You space cowboy. Nothing. George Clanton. <laughs> and then Rolo Tomasi. That's a good mix though. <laughs> it's I have, so weird. My my fifth mix is like that where it's mostly hip hop, but it'll like, cause like it starts off with Nicholas F, Death Grips, and Little Ugly Man, mm-hmm. but then there's like, daughters, nothing, and have a nice life thrown in there. I have a new one that's also hardcore, but it's just. Hardcore from a slightly different era, so instead of modern hardcore, it's just hardcore from 2000 to 2005. Right. So it's just strictly, like, Pale Horse and Unbroken and Swamp Thing and X-Files X, which is the best <laughs> fucking straight-edge <laughs> band name. Love that. That's I'm gonna have to a, check that out. It's really good. They have, like, one album that's, like, 22 songs, and I think it's, like, 19 minutes, maybe. <laughs> um, it's Brendan and Justin from The Rival Mob. It's, like, their first band together from, like, 2000 or something like that. It was, like, I was on Bandcamp, and I was just going through, like, the black metal section. Yeah. And I just wanted to, f- I gotta find this, I didn't fucking save it, and I'm an idiot. I'll come back to it later, I guess, but it was this weird black metal album that was, like, super melodic. I really hadn't heard anything like that. It was weird, because you know how, like, black metal usually sounds like shit? Yeah, like, usually it sounds, yeah, just way. by nature. I don't want anyone to fucking kill me, so... It's no, like, it just talks, it sounds talks like shit by shit. nature. Yeah, it talks. <laughs> talks it sounds like shit via via nature via via proxy. I mean, look, I want to put on my cape and put on face paint, and run around in the woods as much as the next guy. Okay. Don't don't we all? Yeah, it's the <laughs> that's, dream. That's how I like. Now that it's slightly getting nice out, I might go to Hickory Hills and with my cape, and. Uh, Hickory Hills isn't yeah. that the place that makes the sausage? No, it's Hickory Farms. Oh, Hickory Hills is the fucking Hickory... nature reserve down there, <laughs> down yonder. Do they have sausage there? I'm sure you can make your own. 
You um, could bring your own and use their like outdoor grill type things. What kind of animals do they have to make sausage out of at Hickory Hills? They Nature have Reserve. geese. They have elk and deer. They Ooh, have goats. Never mind. They have so buffalo. They have elk. They have elk. Elk and you know, elk sausage probably be pretty good. I can't can't say. <laughs> okay. I don't know. Welcome to meat cast. Welcome to the meat, meat cast. Because he doesn't eat meat. What's the weirdest type of meat that you've had in your life? The weirdest type? Have you ever had like venison before or something like that? Yeah, I like venison. That's not really weird though. It's it's pretty weird. It's weird if you're a civilized human being. Didn't Fuddruckers have like an ostrich burger at one point? If they did, I didn't know about it. Every single time I like drove past Fuddruckers in Des Moines, I'd just say Rudfuckers to myself, and I think it was really funny. <laughs> Red fuckers. Red fuckers. That's the one time you can swear in front of your mom when you're a kid when you go to Fud Ruckers. Yeah. Like, oh, Red fuckers. <laughs> Red fuckers. <laughs> no, I, th- I think they had like it was either like an ostrich burger or something or like a buffalo meat burger. I think I've had buffalo before in my life. How was it? I don't remember. <laughs> a long time ago. I've had alligator before and I was like surprised by how good it was. They have that. Uh, What's that place called? Buzzard Billy's in Des Moines. Oh it was yeah. Pretty good. I think it tastes like chicken or something. It's expensive. It's like chewy chicken. Chewy chicken. Um, I've had calamari before. I had calamari and I think I had... Maybe I had clams? I once had fucking uh, Joe's Crab Shack in Des Moines. Yeah. Which I didn't realize how expensive that place was until I got the bill and I was like, oh, this is $50. Yeah, seafood. It's all garbage. Yeah. I think the weirdest... Look... I didn't even order, like, anything that much. I think I ordered jumbo shrimp and chicken tenders because I'm a child, but someone I was with got, like, calamari and shit and didn't like it, so I ate most of it. This is not me. I'm going to say this because it goes along with this, but this is not me. I'm not being racist. This is, this is factual, okay? I'm, I'm not being racist. And then, Okay. So I'm not racist, this is poten- but... This is potentially the worst meat I've ever eaten or the weirdest thing I've ever eaten. I don't know if I did or not. But maybe I did, because there was always something a little off about this place. In Indianola, Iowa... Well, that's you're off to a bad start already. <laughs> in Indianola, Iowa, which is a place that's kind of like south of Des Moines, I don't know if you've ever been there, but they had... There was like a Chinese restaurant there called Garden Buffet. I think I've driven past Garden Buffet before, yeah. And I believe it got shut down because they got caught like using I think it was like actually horse meat or something that makes sense I, I think I remember because there was like a <laughs> there was like a horse meat sting in, yeah in Des Moines yeah. a while a while Sorry. back and I, that must have been one of the places that got hit because I know that there was also a place in like south Des Moines that got hit as well that was like a Chinese place yeah. that was using horse meat I'm gonna say I probably ate General Sow's horse General Sow's horse <laughs> General Sow's <laughs> pony his pony I probably ate that. It was his pony that he that he took into battle. No, that's like kind of a common thing is like restaurants like using horse meat, especially especially like those shittier buffets. Mm-hmm. And um, and if that's true, would you have problems eating a horse? Like, would you be upset if you found out if you that you ate horse? Me after personally, fact? no, I would not give a shit. Yeah, horses are terrible. Horses. Fuck horses. Horses suck, dude. Would you rather Would you rather find out after the fact that you ate a horse, or would you rather like? Would you rather, like, know going into it that you're eating fucking Mr. Ed? As long as it wasn't someone's horse that they, like, rode and take care of, took, took care of, I don't think I'd give a shit. So you just want a rogue horse or, like, a horse yeah, that I need a never rogue had, horse. like, an emotional connection I with I feel like one? rogue horse, it tastes better. 
Because it's, it's got life experience. <laughs> <laughs> it's been assaulted uh, and seasoned by life. Yeah. Uh, I think I'd prefer a, a horse that was somebody's. Really? I would eat sea biscuit. Would it have to be someone you didn't? What if it's like a child's horse that he like raised? Why the fuck is he selling off to a restaurant? He didn't. They stole it. This sounds like a Hallmark movie. <laughs> they steal horses and eat them? Like a Christmas Hallmark movie? Yeah. Ooh. I'm into it. Well, it's like there's like someone like... It's a shutter. ...reduce the plot down to every like horse movie to like the same thing. It's like, oh, family gets a horse. Oh, that horse will never be good. That's a terrible horse. But the daughter like really likes the horse. So like, she'll like sleep with it at night and like train it oh, in no. secret like out like out in the barn out in the barn and, and the, she somehow... the entire time the father is just like oh it's a terrible horse we're sending it off to the glue factory but like by some fucking like crazy magic of this like teenage girl's training it becomes a good horse and can race or something like that something like that or like the horse like saves the family somehow like, yeah like there's a fire the or there's a fire and the horse like comes in with a little firefighter hat and, like saves it's just everyone. like haphazardly and just like yeah. has a fucking fire extinguisher and it's fucking ugly ass homunculus teeth you know it'd be really fucked up if the horse like saved just the girl and let the rest of the family burn in the fire i would prefer so that. then the girl resents the horse but is also grateful to the horse for the rest of her life because it saved her yeah i think there should be a subset of movies that are just like an hour and a half of thinking that one thing is gonna happen like you think that like the horse is gonna save the entire family but then at the last minute it's just like it's super dark or weird all of a sudden like it the horse just like saves the girl and like like neighs fuck off to the rest of the family and lets them die I feel like there should be more movies where it seems like it's gonna be lighthearted and sweet and then it just turns last <laughs> second that'd be fucking awesome maybe we should get on that like uh, we could reboot E.T. and make it not a heartwarming film should can we... make the government catch E.T. <laughs> <laughs> should we talk about that Oh, our E.T. idea? E.T. idea? Okay. Yeah. Do you want to explain or... So, I don't remember how this idea came about. But it was probably like 3 a.m. Something in, like yeah. that. We probably just finished recording the Danzig Mother thing, which I'll, I'll put a link to on the fucking uh, blog spot or whatever yeah. if you want to check that out. YSLTTpod.blogspot.com. Anyway. It's a great, great blog. Yep. And um, so basically, we had this idea to go around to like Goodwill and St. Vincent de Paul just like thrift stores and buy their copies of E.T. on VHS and then just record just splice in this one part where E.T. just like gets thrown in a ditch or something yeah cause like there's the scene where he's running through the woods trying to escape like the DEA like government <laughs> yeah. I don't know why DEA, DEA is not the correct uh, the agency the, the DEA E.T.'s a good hide his fucking E.T.'s crack. a crackhead yeah <laughs> No, uh, we're, <laughs> yeah, E.T.'s running from the DEA and he's in the woods, and I just, like, I think I, I think we were just, like, talking about something, and I was just, like, you remember that scene from E.T. where he falls into the ditch and the raccoons just start, like, <laughs> yeah. picking at him? We were gonna splice in a scene where, like, after, like, E.T.'s running through the woods, we were gonna splice in a scene that we record where we just throw in, like, an E.T. doll into a ditch. Yep. And just, like, start poking at it with sticks and shit. Yeah. And then just have it go straight back to the actual movie. And then, so put that on all these, like, VHS tapes or whatever, and then bring them back to the thrift stores and just put them back on the shelves so that yeah. when someone else picks up the copy. Yeah, one day, like, a year from now, like, a, a 
parent will like see E.T. and be like, oh, I loved E.T. Like, my kid will probably love this. <laughs> they pop it into the old VHS player for their kid, and just halfway through, there's fucking E.T. getting poked out with sticks. <laughs> I kind of like the idea of E.T. running from the DEA agents myself. We should splice that in somehow. <laughs> Drop the crack. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> That's fantastic. I, His I, fucking finger lights up and he lights a fucking bowl with it or something. I don't know. Yeah, he has the fucking spoon. <laughs> <laughs> about to shoot up or some shit. E.T. crossover with train spotting. Oh my god. I like... <laughs> Terrestrial spotting. I like... Just as a concept, I like the idea of misremembering history or movies, but just, like, being dedicated that that's how that happened. Like, yeah, E.T. totally was running from DEA agents. <laughs> yeah, remember that scene? Where he fell in the ditch. running from DEA agents. <laughs> he fell in the ditch and raccoons started picking out him. Like, I'll have that sometimes where I'll, like, start talking about, like, historical events. And I'll yeah. just, like... I'll just, like go on a tangent about it but be so committed to that's how that actually happened like uh, World War One. Oh, yeah, how JFK was shot from the book depository <laughs> how that didn't happen no well that didn't happen no <laughs> um, his head just did that yeah there was no there was no shooter or anything it's just his head did that he it's was like, like he was like Bobby Fischer he was focusing too hard on the chess game it was that scene in Scanners yeah it was that scene in Scanners <laughs> that'd be cool it was the intro to Starship Troopers but it was his head Exactly. Um, Jackie Kennedy was in on it. I thought you were going to say Jackie Chan was in on it. No, he, Jackie, that's he, was, he was in on Robert Kennedy getting shot. I think it was Robert Kennedy that got shot as well, right? He got shot in like the alley behind the Chinese restaurant. <laughs> I don't know. I'm Googling this real quick. Because there's like the iconic death photo where he's like laying in a fucking alley and there's a like... Um, there's like a small like Asian boy like holding him up like in front of the camera or whatever what I've never heard of this yeah Bobby Kennedy what the fuck awesome yeah has that been used as an album cover yet probably Probably I feel like something like that is a bit too iconic that doesn't really work in that regard because like it could there was one if you did a face swap do a face swap with <laughs> the Asian kid's face on Bobby Kennedy. Yeah. Now I have to Photoshop that and it's, put it on the blog. I mean, you can if you want to. Um, there was one time where I'm, I think it was one of the like early crossed out seven inches where I was like, I was looking through a textbook or like I was looking through a photo album of like iconic like Vietnam photos, and I found like the photo that they used for their album art, and I was like. That's crossed out. That's that's power violence. That's <laughs> what what historical event are you talking about? I it just happens in general. Like I don't I couldn't think of a specific one, but there's definitely been times where it's been like two AM and I'll just be like, Yeah, fucking uh you know, the fucking Berlin Wall. It just you know, the, <laughs> you, you know, the Berlin Wall is so the thing yeah. People go to it all the time. They, they like, took it down. And they made they that Matt Damon movie. Yeah, they took it down and then they put it back up because there's, like, you know, aesthetically, it really works. Like. <laughs> <laughs> Look, Berlin without the wall is just Berlin. Yeah. We got the wall, though. 
we need to separate. They realized that it was a good idea after all. Have you ever, like, gone on, like, a binge where you look up, like, a fucking horrible historical tragedy? And, like, just, like, randomly? Yeah. Um, There was one time a couple weeks ago where I decided I'm going to watch Death Wish 3 starring Charles Bronson and read about New York street gangs. (laughs) Yeah. And specifically, like, the, like, Asian New York street gangs. Like, the fucking... There's a word for them. The triad. The triad. Yeah, because they they are basically like the transplants from the Yakuza oh, okay. that were in New York. But you were looking into those? Yeah, I was reading that and I was just in a very weird mood because I was watching Death Wish 3 and reading about the fucking triad. That's fucking weird. What a weird evening. It was it was it wasn't even an evening. It was like I started doing that at like two PM. Oh. And then I watched Death Wish Four as well. And I watched uh Escape from New York, just because I was thinking about New York, and that's a great movie, so. For some reason, that shit always hits me while I'm working. Where like, you'll, like, all of a sudden have motivation to learn. Yeah, to learn well, to learn about, like, horrible shit. Yeah. Like, um, when I was uh, working in, one, or over the summer, I remember listening to, like, a fuck ton of podcasts about Unit 731 for some reason. Yeah, great and band, great band. We both work in retail, so it's really weird walking around a retail store with, like, headphones in. And, like, seeing everyone shopping all happy and shit and buying things. Everything's bright and friendly. And you're listening to, like, the Japanese would freeze their victims to the point where if you hit their arm with a wooden board, it would make a thunk noise. It's just so strange. Yeah. It's a very weird, like, contrast. It kind of puts things in it. Because, like, you think your job sucks, and then you listen to that, and you're like, oh. <laughs> like, it's, it's cool. I'm not getting tortured right now. I'm getting tortured in a different way, which is not as bad. Oh, you really think it's not as bad? Yeah. You think your retail job is as bad as you at 731? I like to think not. Maybe, I don't know, maybe sometimes. I don't know. I don't know. Kind of started to choke on my peanut butter. Oh, shit. A little bit. I have to register the homework. I got a lot of silence to trim in this episode. Nah, it's fine. Keep it all in. I'll probably trim it. Nah, keep it all in. <laughs> I'll, like, have that same, like, phenomenon, but just with the music that I'm listening to, where I, like, I'll have the mental thought, like, if people could, like, hear or tell what I'm listening to right now, they'd be so fucking, like, thrown off, like, and it goes both ways, either it'd be, like, I'm listening to, like, some power balance or grindcore band while I'm just, like, walking around, like, uh-huh. ah, like, super happy, or, like, I'll just be walking around just stone-faced while listening to Carly Rae Jepsen or something like that. <laughs> Is that, like, your go-to pop artist for work? Yeah, absolutely. Carly Rae Jepsen's album of emotion is like 55 minutes and it's fantastic. Holy shit, that's a long, it's like a movie. It's it's like 18 songs and literally every single one is good. Really? Yeah. Who wrote them? Uh, I'm pretty sure Carly Rae Jepsen wrote them. No fucking way. I bet the guy from SR71 wrote them. I'm sure she had help because she is a pop artist and that's kind of a thing. Um, She's also like 35, which... Oh. Because she got her like start like kind of late. She's that old? Well, I mean, Call Me Maybe came out in 2012 she when she so was young. 27. Uh, I guess that's, that's her. Not that's her hit. That's not too old. I hope it's not too old. I'm getting there. You're getting there. That was. I just remember when that fucking song came out, and it was like, no, no, no. it was that was a weird time because I think that song. was the same summer that the fucking like everything else was coming out too. Because I'm pretty sure. The fucking, like, Gundam-style shit came out that year. Yeah. 
and just it was just this time for all this like huge like pop music explosion stuff. There was that Gautier song, however you say that, the somebody that I used to know or whatever. Yeah, it was a strange year. Very strange year. What was that like? Twenty twelve when that single came out. Um, I can look that up. It's like the summer of two thousand twelve. I just remember it coming out because. It was around the same time I was getting my fucking, like, driver's license and shit. Yeah. I was taking all the driving tests. And my instructor and the other girl I was in the car with, you know how, like, you have to, like, I don't know how it is in other states, but in Iowa, you have to take it with an instructor. You have to take all these classes with an instructor, and you drive around with them, and they have a brake on their side that they can hit if they feel like you're a fucking idiot. But she would always have the radio on, and she was always listening to, like, the pop station. I remember they played, like, those songs, like, all the time. Like, kind of, like, I'm pretty sure within, like, a two-hour driving session, I would hear all of those songs, like, twice. Somebody That I Used to Know came out in 2011 by Gautier featuring Kimbra. Um, I looked up Carly Rae Jepsen. She does have, like, the songwriter-type people, but yeah. most of the songs was her as, like, top writing credit, and then, like two or three other people so it's like not as extreme it's as not other the guy artists. from sr71 it's not it was a swedish like swedish brothers like swedish duo, brothers and then the swedish chef so <laughs> carl ray jepson on a writing team she had the swedish chef she had uh dr bunsen honeydew honey melon melon dew is it honey dr bunsen honeydew i don't know probably because that's a melon yeah it's dr bunsen honeydew um, Mountain Dew. And then also like four or five of the chickens from the Muppets. That was her writing team <laughs> for emotion. No, it was some fucking Swedish like brother group, and then this girl that writes all of Katy Perry's stuff. Yeah. All right. But that album is so I'm not being incorrect. Is 45 minutes long. That's still like kind of long. And it's 12 songs, but. I normally listen to the deluxe edition that's 55 minutes long and has... What's the difference? Like, what, do they, what do they add on? Three more songs. Um, what's like... When you think of like pop music, what do you, what's your like go-to one that starts playing in your head when someone mentions like the idea of pop music? The idea of pop music? Yeah. Um, normally it's either No Scrubs by TLC <laughs> or... Um, Ja Rule. Mesmerized by Ja Rule would be up there. <laughs> because, like, normally when someone says, like, pop music to me, I don't think of, like, modern stuff because I'm so detached from that. Mm-hmm. I think of the last time I actively listened to and paid attention to pop music, yeah. which would have been the stuff that my sister loved when I was growing up. So, like, early 2000s. So, it would have been, like, anything that was on the first 10 Now CDs. Oh, shit. Because I used to have all of those. I had Now 1 through 10, and mm-hmm. they were fantastic. I specifically remember Now 3 being really good because it had, like, Blink-182 and shit like that on a blog. That's going back. When did they, they started those? I think the first when one was 1997. Wow. 1998 was the first one. Do you they don't have, like, Now cassettes? Maybe there's one. I'm sure know. they released the first couple of them on there. That'd I can check kind of, Discogs. That'd be kind of cool to have as, like, a relic. It doesn't have to be anything good on it. I don't, I'd argue that not very many of them have anything good on it. Now that's what I call music one. Did that fucking Owl City song make it on any of those Now That's What I Should Call have. Musics? 
That was like a big thing. The very first, oh, this is not the same thing. Because are there are there more Kids Bop albums than there are? There's 69, I believe. Now, no, that's. No, I think I saw 69 at work. There's, I think that's something else. I think that's because there's like the there's a there's the 69 one and then there's like another one. I think that now 69 is like a thing. It's like another thing. Um, the first one only came out on CD. You, there's 11 for sale on Discogs right now, and it it featured such hits as "As Long as You Love Me" by Backstreet Boys, oh. "Flagpole Sitter" by Harvey Danger, "Mbop" um, by Hanson, "Dude," uh, fucking Zoot Suit Riot. What the fuck? <laughs> uh, "Karma Police" by Radiohead, uh, "Fly Away" by Lenny Kravitz, Mar- or oh "Sex God. and Candy" by Marcy Playground. I got a Radiohead thing. I gotta say since you just mentioned it, but I'll just read this list. Barbie Girl by Aqua. Holy fuck! Dude. That was the very first one, and as as well as like four or five. I other used ones. to have an Aqua CD when I was like super young. Same here. I had the one that had Barbie Girl on it. Yeah, that was it. And like the yeah, it was like blue. Yeah. My God, dude! I listened to that so much when I was a kid. That thing was the best. But I was gonna say, so I was, I was talking to my, I was talking to my girlfriend yesterday about or last night about Radiohead, and yeah. I was like making fun of him. I don't remember what brought it up. Yeah. She was like, I don't even, like, know any, like, Radiohead songs. I was like, you know, Creep. And she was like, oh, that's Radiohead? I was like, yeah. You, the thing is, you think you don't know a Radiohead song until people start playing them, and you're like, oh, I've heard this. Yeah. Oh, I've heard this. Oh, I've also heard this. Right. But then, like, I was talking to her about, like, the Reggie, the Reggie Watts, like, parody of Radiohead yeah. or whatever. And I put that, she was like, I don't know what that is. I put it on, and I was watching it, and I was like, you know, I don't know how close this is, because I don't think I've ever seen Tom York perform live. Tom York. Tom York, whatever his name is. Yeah, See, I don't give a shit about Radiohead because they're boring. It's Tom York. They fucking bore me to death. Uh, I don't know shit about them. So I put on like the live, perf- it was like a live performance. I think it was just like the most viewed one on YouTube yeah. or whatever. It was like an hour long and I watched like 10 minutes of it and I didn't realize how fucking dead on that fucking Reggie Watts mm-hmm. parody is. It's really, it's really dead on. And I could not get over how tiny that He's a very small man. He's so small. Let's see, what's uh, what's Thumb York's height? Thumb York. Probably like 4'11". 5'5". 3'11". He's 3'11". See, I, I dislike Radiohead. Um, in comparison to other bands of that style from that era, on their own merits, they're okay. They're just okay, though. Like, um, let me look at their discography real quick, because I listened to their entire discography like a month or two ago, just because, like... I like doing that, like, I like giving everything a shot, I like, if I have a predisposition towards something, I will listen to it again, like, once a year or so, just to see how I feel. Um, I don't know if I wrote a note in my phone, but I remember I didn't listen to everything, I listened to the first four records, and then I listened to In Rainbows, because that's, like, supposedly, like, one of their best ones of the modern era. Um, first record... Boring as fuck. Give it like a six out of ten. Uh, that's the one that has creep on it. Yeah. There's one song that like has some really cool like acoustic guitar bl- blended into it that's like really nice. That's towards the end of it. Um, everything else kind of just went in one ear and out the other with me. Um, next album is the Benz. That one's pretty pretty good. Give it a seven out of ten. Um, okay, computer. Pretty good. Kid A. Pretty good. Like they're all, I, okay. they're all very capable. But the reason why I dislike, I hated Radiohead for the longest time. And the reason why I have this distaste towards them is that, for the first like 
four or five years of me being really active on the internet when I was like from like the ages of like 13 to 18, 13 to 17, every single time there'd be a fucking Reddit thread about what's the best album of all time. They say the fucking Kid A? They say Kid A or OK Computer. And I was like, everyone says that this is like the best record ever. And then I listened to them when I was like 16 or 17. I was like, what the fuck is this? Like, it was fucking terrible to me. Like, not terrible, but I was just like, I was so underwhelmed because I was expecting it to be this fantastic life-changing thing. thing. However, what I will say is, those albums have grown on me. I accept that they're good records. It's just not for me. But live performances, like if you just listen to the live performances, fantastic. They were good live, but I was just yeah. bored. I wouldn't want to see them live. And I just want to say here... If I could get it for free, I'd do it. The fucking... Yeah, I guess so. But the fucking Kid A thing is... Like, I refuse to listen to that fucking album. Because when I worked at FYE, which was like a CD place in Jordan Creek in Des Moines Rip. anytime you'd have to like talk to customers about like what the fuck they were looking for and shit so you could sell magazines and they every time I would talk to someone about music they'd be like have you listened to fucking Kid A by Radiohead and I'd be like no and they're like it's like the best album of all time like I had that happen multiple times from like mul- like different people and it was always like people that would be like a little younger than like my mom which was like 40 so yeah like mid 30s so they were probably like around when that came out like they were probably in their 20s when those albums came out because yeah. Kid A I think was like 2000 yeah and I know that's really stupid of me it's a shallow whatever no that's valid that's almost like, like a not listen to it just because I got tired of people telling me it's the best thing ever that's... but I just know if I listen to it you're gonna the be same thing's gonna happen to me yeah. that happened to you I will say that on Kid A there's like a string of three songs that are just like holy shit like kind of blew my mind a little bit and then I like fell off again but tracks four through six on Kid A are really, really good, and then I fall off again. That's two tracks. It's three tracks. Four through six? So it's a uh, four, five, oh, okay, six. Oh, okay. Wow. It's, uh, <laughs> it's a total of... I don't have a calculator. It's a total of 15 minutes of the 50-minute album. That's not good. It, it's not a good ratio for me, but I, I feel like a lot of people like rightfully enjoy them. It's just not for me. Let's see. I'll, I'll never listen to it, so I'll never know. Also, um... Unless look, we can get to 10 likes on SoundCloud. <laughs> uh, I looked up Now That's Why I Call Music 3, which is the one I remember listening to the most. That one had All Star by Smash Mouth. Oh, shit. Uh, What's My Age Again by Blink-22. Um, the Rockefeller Skank by Fatboy Slim. Nookie by Limp Bizkit. Special by Garbage. Was um, Fatboy Slim the band that had the music video with Christopher Walken? And he's, like, in... Like a hotel or a casino or some shit. Fatboy Slim's just a dude. Is the is that the dude that had the fucking music video with Christopher Walken? Mm, probably. He did a bunch of fucking albums with David Byrne. Oh. With a big know. suit. I didn't know that. That's cool. Let's see. What's the most recent? Now that's why I call music. It's not sixty nine. I don't think. I think that's something else. I think that's some stupid shit. Nope. Most recent one was now. That's why I call music sixty-nine. Are you fucking serious? Do you think you could guess any of the songs that are on here? Because I've never heard of any. I don't know. Is it wait? Big, no. Let's see. It... I have heard of one of these only because I listened to it when I was on my uh, top fifty songs on Spotify thing. Or no, two of them were on the top fifty songs on Spotify. When did they release that. this? Um, February first, twenty nineteen. 
so it's fresh. I don't know. Was that fucking Ariana Grande album out at that point? Um, there's one Ariana Grande song okay, on there. So there's one. I could probably name like artists that might be on there. Go for it. Uh, that, and then we got who else? Uh, Donald Glover. No, he hasn't released anything in a while. No. I'm out of steam. That's the only artist you know. I don't really pay attention to that sco- that realm of music. There's also Lady Gaga and Bradley Cooper oh, off of the Starsborn soundtrack. Oh, shit. Is there like a Queen song on there too? No, there wouldn't be. No. There. Um, there's the Chainsmokers featuring Kelsey Ballerini. <laughs> there's a uh, Khalid. DJ Khalid. DJ Khalid? No, it's Khalid. Khalid. I don't know. This is some younger R&B dude that's actually really talented. Oh, okay. But... There's one song that he has that throws me off so badly because the vocal melody from it is the exact vocal melody that, like, keeps getting used in the R. Kelly Trapped in the Closet rock opera. Oh. Like, because the whole thing with the R. Kelly Trapped in the Closet thing is that it's the same, like, pacing, same vocal melody. It's just different lyrics and a slightly different backing. But the same vocal melody where it just keeps getting higher and higher he uses in one of the songs <laughs> with the same like cadence and pacing with the words and I, and I like listened to it and I was just like this is R. Kelly Trapped in the Closet <laughs> and that made me fucking watch R. Kelly Trapped in the Closet like the first three episodes because it's entertaining Jesus. fuck R. Kelly though I, I don't he's know a verified piece of shit okay. he's out on bail though I don't know enough about it to talk about it cause I don't really he was it. in jail for it <laughs> he was like what did he do? Did he he, fucked, he, and, he fucked and pissed on a bunch of underage girls. Oh. He did bad things. Heard about that from the boondocks. It's true. That, that was that, a long time ago, though. Yeah, that's the thing. That he's just been escaping it for the longest time, and finally there was, like, enough to fully get him. Because he originally went to jail for just, like, tax evasion, I'm pretty sure. Well, that's nothing. Like how they caught DMX as well. Um, <laughs> All I can think of is that dog barking video. It's so good. DMX is fantastic. X gonna give it to you that that's another song that like occasionally I'll get in a mood and I'll just put DMX on shuffle. I can't take myself seriously when I listen to that. Oh, I'm not taking myself seriously at all. Normally it's like three AM and I'm driving somewhere. <laughs> so you're just like on the fucking pitch black highway. That's the thing though, like X go and give it to you. When I used to like Fuck. <laughs> that sound good. When I used to uh drive back home from like visiting my ex or whatever it'd be like it'd be past midnight and i'd be like about to fall asleep and like podcasts normally kept me engaged but like if i didn't have a podcast to listen to like if i was caught up normally music was hard because like music is hard it'd be because i like try to do something like super spastic and like stop and start to like try and keep myself interested but eventually i'd kind of just tune out but if i did like really abrasive hip-hop or like anything like that like normally i'd put on death grips oh yeah but occasionally occasionally i just put on like early 2000s stuff i love like early gucci main or like dmx or three six mafia Mm -hmm. and i would just like be fucking listening to that so it would be like 2 a.m and i'd have like a fucking like surge because I'd always get a surge from the quick start that was, like, at the halfway point between Otomo and uh, Waterloo. I'd be drinking a surge just listening to 3-6 Mafia, like, <laughs> blasting normally with the windows open as well to, like, keep myself awake. And that was, like, a weekly occurrence for me. <laughs> it would just be... 
and that's another thing like with the whole like if you if someone was able to tell what I was listening to like if someone just like <laughs> saw me at 2am listening to 3-6 Mafia and fucking pounding a surge <laughs> my fucking tiny white frame Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah that was uh, hip hop's fun I enjoy it it's fun yeah I mean there was a few good releases from last year I dipped my toe in it I don't go in as... I'll, I'll, like, try everything. Like, if I hear a bunch of people talking about a new artist, I'll listen to them, and nine times out of ten, it doesn't click with me. But there's a lot that I listen to regularly. Like, I still listen to that JPEG Mafia record from last year a lot. Oh, yeah, you told me... I couldn't get into that. I tried. I just couldn't do it. That one's, like... That one's, like, right on the edge of my tastes, mm-hmm. where I can still enjoy it. But normally, I just listen to Death Grips or, like, Nicholas F. or... Savior Wolf or something like that. I don't think you can go... I don't really know if I consider Death Grips, like, hip-hop. They're not really. They're more, like, They're... experimental... Industri- I don't even know what the fuck you would call I consider them, them industrial, industrial in a way. But the thing is, like, other bands that sound like Death Grips normally I don't like. Like, there's that band Horror that's, like, stylized H09909. Uh, yeah. I originally liked them just because, like, artistically they had a really nice aesthetic. But then I like started listening to them more, and I was just like, I just want to listen to Death Grips now. <laughs> like this just makes me want to listen to Death, Death Grips. Death Grips does that shit better than anyone else it's on true. the market. Fucking uh, Corel B did a did a dance cover of Guillotine. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> it's really funny when he tries to do the rapping parts. It's fantastic. Oh no! I like it when he does like the fucking shit that he shouldn't be do- dancing to, because yeah. he, he somehow dances to it. I don't understand. And then he's like, it's just like encapsulates my mood when. Because I don't know if he's done, in, like, a New Order one yet, but I feel like he should. Because basically every single New Order song is just, like, in my head, I'm just doing the same dance over and over. The fucking, like... Yeah, just the fucking generic... Oh, I was, he did do a cover of Blue Monday. I was scouring, like, I was scouring Bing video for, like, videos of people dancing to like new wave music yeah. like back in the day like old VHS recordings just to make like gifs and shit and god damn it it's horrible but everyone looks like they're having the best time ever I'm not gonna lie I don't just, I feel like the expectation to be able to actually dance well back then probably was much lower you just show up you kind of like move your shoulders and shuffle your feet a little bit and then that's that's all you have to do to impress anyone I'm just like yeah fuck yeah dude you know it's a gold mine if you search a city, Oregon? there's gold in them Nar Hills. <laughs> if you search a city on Google Maps and then you go to the photos section, it's just everyone who's posted a photo on Google that like tagged it with Tallahassee, Florida. What? Or like, I did Tallahassee. That's why I'm saying Tallahassee. But it's literally just like a bunch of different photos that people have posted. From Tallahassee? From Tallahassee, that everything that's been, like, tagged with Tallahassee just gets thrown in here. And there was a thing a while ago that I remember, I think I saw it on Twitter or something like that, where someone was like, yo, look up bumfuck nowhere town in, like, Alabama or something like that. Uh And when you went to the photos, it was just a bunch of porn because someone posted, like, they posted, like, videos onto their, like, Google Plus and tagged it with their city. So it was just, if you search the city, the first thing that showed up was just this fucking girl getting railed. Dude, that's so, like, I didn't realize, 
that if you take a picture somewhere and you leave some sort of setting on on your phone, it'll like it, keep the location. It'll keep the location, but also to like fucking like upload it. Like people can see it. Like have you ever like gone on to like a store or whatever? Like you're, you're like googling a store to see if they have something, and it has like all the pictures at the bottom of like stuff inside of the store. Yeah, those are all just like random people's pictures that are just taking pictures in the store because it's like sometimes people take a picture of just like a thing they're trying to like show someone like hey do you want yeah. this and like they don't know it's being and normally you have to like opt into that or you have to like actually you have like, to fucking opt out physically you have to like actually physically do it but there are things where it'll just do it automatically I have like all my location stuff and everything turned off on my phone yep. but like there's a period of time where like I didn't have that or if I saved a photo that someone sent me it would tell me exactly where they took it at down to the address because I remember I like saved a photo of someone in it like in the information thing it had the exact address that they took the photo at and I looked up the address and it was the fucking restaurant that they were at <laughs> and I was like that's way too much like you think you're just sending a photo but you're actually sending exactly where you're fucking at there's like and some people at uh, Google were a little paranoid about their uh, spouses cheating on them, so they developed this technology. And, <laughs> that's probably true, depending on where you post it, if you were to post on Facebook, I'm pretty sure it works on Facebook and like maybe Twitter or something like that, if you post it publicly and someone saves it, they'll get that like metadata as well. So it's not oh, just if you send fuck? it through Messenger. So like let's say like so let's say I had the location services on, and um, I took a photo. Let's say I take a photo of you right now, mm-hmm. and I just post it on Twitter. Just be like, yeah, it's my friend Darby. Someone could save that and get exactly where we're at right now. I don't like it. Yeah, like I don't just like from it. the metadata of the picture. Just from because there's some there's certain things like on Apple and I know it's with all phones. Um, where it will like automatically unless you opt out it will insert that information it's like the same way with like DSLR cameras where it will insert like what shutter speed you were at and all of that stuff but with phones it's normally just location and normally it's location orientation which is obvious because you can tell just by looking at the photo and like what phone it was taken on technology's gone too far yeah we need to fucking just Let's let's fucking uh, pack it up. Let's close our computers. Throw them in a ditch. Well, I think I think the last like, lot, like, decent step that wasn't ridiculous in making things portable was the fucking laptop. Yeah. But now that you have like you call it a phone, but it's not a phone. It's like a fucking computer in your pocket. I I use the actual calling function on my phone once a month to pay my bill. For yeah. my 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 vet bill that I still need to like finish paying off, that's the only like time I've ever used it. My dad called me another like a couple weeks ago, which mm-hmm. like normally he just texts me, which is rare, anyways. But like, <laughs> all right, he like called me and like my immediate thought was, oh, he's in the hospital or something. I was just like, oh, something terrible. <laughs> Rarely he's wanted to talk to me, oh. but not weird. When someone calls just because they want to, like, say hi. Yeah. I had a weird thing happen. Go. Go uh, for it. When we had that, uh, when we watched the Red Wings play, and a uh, friend, uh, friend came over. Yeah. He forgot his phone charger, and I was like, oh, that's cool. I'll just bring it over to your place or whatever on this day. And he's like, okay. So, I, it was the day, and he was like, he texted me. He's like, hey, I can just, um, I can just come swing by and grab it or whatever. And I was like, okay. 
And then I texted him again. I was like, hey, what time did you want to, like, come get it? And he just fucking called me. And I was like, my phone started ringing. And I was like, what the fuck? Why are you calling me? And I I thought something happened or something. And I answered it. And he's like, hey, I saw your text. Uh, I thought I would just uh, come by around this time. Like, it just was like, it was so much faster than, like, messaging back and forth and it was so weird having someone call you just to tell you there are certain like thing. situations where it is more opportune to call it's just i still don't want to do it but like our friend in particular i've had multiple phone call conversations with him over like texting instead i think that's just how he functions i think it's just easier to talk on the phone but well it is i mean like we got that like i probably could have waited around another half hour for him to message me back when he could have just called me and we've had that hashed out in like two seconds yeah I don't know, it just makes more sense. I've been doing the whole, like, I have a weird app installed on my phone where all that I can really, I have, like, eight apps that I can use at a time. Yeah. And my, my screen is just black with white text. And I don't know. It's been kind of nice not uh, having to worry about notifications or anything. Just, I've, I've slowly been deleting apps. Yeah. I deleted Snapchat, which I don't use anyways. I check it, like, once every couple of days. And I would just be like, oh, a bunch of people snapped me, and then I'd, like, open them and then not respond. Well, that's the thing. It's like you you have all this shit, and you're like, I gotta have it so people can get a hold of me, and then you delete it. And if you reinstall it, you check the stuff, it's like, oh, I didn't give a fuck about any of this. I wouldn't yeah. have responded to this anyway. And like with the whole contacting me thing, for almost a year now, the only notifications that I've had on my phone are for text messages. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't get notifications for anything else on my phone, like any app, anything. So I just see it when I see it, and it never caused any problems. Like, I don't think I've ever, like, had something where I've missed something that was important because normally I, like, check something regularly enough or I just don't get contacted through any other medium about serious matters. But I deleted Snapchat. I deleted Bumble just because that (laughs) one's worthless anyways. No one messaged me on that anyways. Do you delete Grindr? (sighs) No, that's, uh... Top of the homepage. I have easy access at the bottom, too, so no matter what page I'm on, I can get to it. Oh, cool. No, I'm keeping Tinder for the entertainment. Mainly because it's really fucking entertaining. I've started swiping right on virtually everybody on the off chance that I can have a conversation. Uh-huh. Because I just want to, like... I want to interact with some people that I would never interact with in any other, like, format. Right. And I think it would be... I think it's fun. I just, like, I don't take it seriously. You shouldn't. No. I think people who take Tinder seriously are sad. Like, they're really sad. I just want to fucking, like, bang. Even then, I feel like if you're just using it to bang, I don't think you're taking it that seriously anyways. I don't know. It's always funny, like, there's, there's, like, subsets of people on Tinder that, like, I could probably categorize every single girl that I've seen on Tinder into three categories. Okay. We've got, like, the horse hunting girls... We got the 420 friendly girls, and we got the fake accounts. You're forgetting a category. The yeah. we, well, we've got fake accounts or girls that go to Iowa that are a million fucking leagues out of my league. Well, I think you're forgetting another category. I think this is a category in itself. It might go with the 420 friendly one though. What? Girls who have their anthem as uh, high hopes. Yeah, if we're talking, like, music anthems, I can split into uh, Break Up With Your Girlfriend on Board by Ariana Grande or Seven Rings by Ariana Grande, High Hopes by Panic! at the Disco, or either an XXX Temptation song 
or just any other type of rapper like that. So like Takashi Six Nine, Boogie with the Hoodie, or whatever the fuck that dude's name Boogie is. Boogie with the Hoodie. I think he had a song with Takashi Six Nine or something. I don't know. But it was funny this morning. I fucking saw a girl on Tinder that like one of the first things in her bio was must have a good taste in music, and then her anthem was an XXX Temptation song. Oh no. So I was like, Ooh. well, that's subjective. <laughs> fuck no, it's bad music. <laughs> I will He's on say, the, you're on the record. I will say, I understand why people like some of his songs, because I have listened to almost his entire discography trying to figure out why people like him. Mm. I understand why a few of the songs are like, why people enjoy a few of the songs, but overall, it's really bad music. Like, there's a straight up just some fucking god-awful songs in the album that they released after he got fucking bopped. It's like 15 minutes long, and it's like 10 songs, but each song is, is like, unfinished, because obviously he got fucking ganked, which, I don't, is that a racial slur? Ganked? I don't think so. I don't, okay, good. I said it. As long as you didn't say canked. Okay. <laughs> it's fucking fat-netted canks, dude. <laughs> okay, gank is literally, I was using it correctly, it's to take or steal something. Um, it's just the songs are unfinished. Because he died. Yeah. So it's literally just, like, a bit of his, like, vocals. And if someone else tried to, like, save it by, like, recording vocals over it and, like, recording a chorus over it. Or, like, every song is, like, featuring someone because they needed another person in it to carry it for the minute and a half. I think it'd be cooler to just leave it as it was when they died. So it's the so songs abruptly end. Yeah. Just upload, just or, fuck it. Or as the beat keeps going for, like, yeah. however long the garage band file That'd be sad is. as fuck, dude. <laughs> I feel like that'd be more... Or if it was, like, it'd be funnier if it was, like, an entire fleshed-out album, except for, like, there's, like, the last song, it's just the vocals cut out after the first, like, 30 seconds, and then it's just the beat. <laughs> like, if it wasn't just, like, a bunch of half-finished songs, if it was a bunch of finished songs <laughs> and then one that isn't. Yeah, it's, like, years ago they tried to... Years ago, they traveled. <laughs> uh, oh man, I was gonna rest uh, in peace. Before X, we X, get X, temptation, <laughs> before we get too far away from the phone thing, yeah, I just I had another weird experience with the, with not using the phone yesterday. Yeah. Um, I forgot what it was like to experience real boredom. Oh, like genuine boredom? Like real boredom. Because like there's the boredom that you get when like you're on your phone yep. and you're bored. That's not real like, boredom. That's not that's real different. boredom. That's different. That's like you're on your phone, you're that's still reading. Mean. So you can interact with like other people. You can fucking look at videos. You can do whatever you want. It's like I that. mean like real genuine like I got nothing to do right now. It's like now. the episode of Spongebob where he goes to rock bottom and he's just like, this isn't your normal everyday darkness. This, this is, is advanced yeah. darkness. It's like that but with boredom. Yeah. <laughs> Like, I was so, like, you remember that stupid shit you do when you're bored when you're a kid where, like, you get, like, a stick? And oh, you yeah, fucking, you just, like, like, just play with it. the stick, you hit stuff with it. Yeah, you just slap a tree <laughs> with a stick for, like, 20 minutes. I hit this level of boredom where my girl, my girlfriend in her studio thing had, like, the, I was just waiting for her to finish something. I had nothing to do because my phone's, like, blocked off or whatever. I found this, like, air bubble packing stuff. It's, yeah. like, filled with air, like a little balloon. And I just started twisting it for, like, 15 minutes. Yeah. To where it pushed all the air out, and all that was left was like a little cornrow of plastic. <laughs> and you taught I, yourself how to French braid. I haven't been that fucking kind of bored where you just do some dumb repetitive shit for that long because it's something. Yeah. 
I, it was a really like surreal thing to be like, I remember. What is this feeling? I it's feel just like it's that's what you did for fun from the ages of like five to twelve. Yeah, probably. like you, I remember like growing up, it would always be like. Oh, there's nothing to do inside the house. Like, I don't want to play video games. I'm just going to throw a baseball at the garage for an hour. And yeah, I would exactly. just throw a baseball. And you fucking and zone it. out. Yeah, and you just throw the... Like, I used to do the <laughs> thing where I'd, like, I'd stand on, like, the concrete patio area from my house. And we had a really big yard. So, the, so like, our house had, like, a big concrete patio. And then there, we just had a really long yard where it was probably about 30 or 40 yards in our, then our garage. And I would just stand on that concrete patio and just fucking huck footballs at the garage. <laughs> and we had a giant hole in the side from throwing so many, like, balls and shit at it that yeah. I would try to, like, make it in the hole. And that was just my game, and I'd do that for hours on end where I'd just fucking yeet balls at the garage. It's crazy the shit you do when you're bored when you're a kid. Yeah, I did so much shit like that. I, like, I would just, I would actually do things. Like, I would do physical activities. I was so bored with one of my friends one time. We found some shovels and dug a hole in the backyard. Oh, yeah. I've took definitely... rocks from the creek in my grandparents' backyard, hauled them back to the hole, filled the hole with these rocks so that we could fill it with water, and we made a yeah. little pond. It didn't stay as a pond because the water drained into the yeah. fucking ground, but we spent hours building a pond. <laughs> yeah, I remember one day, like, my brother and I were just bored, so we had, like, a fire pit that was basically just, like, an old, like, old, like, metal, like, rim. And there was just a bunch of wood in there. We were just like, we're going to make a nice fire pit. So we dug out a fucking fire pit and made a new fire pit. Yeah. And, like, we found stones behind... <laughs> we stole stones from behind a business and just loaded them up in, like, the fucking, like, in a cart that we had and just put these stones around it. And it was a really nice fire pit. All because we just were bored, so we made a new fire pit. <laughs> or we just, like, play sports. I would just ride around, like... I would just get on my bike and just ride around for, like, hours. Yeah. I Dude, I remember, like, being able to spend, like, all day outside. Yeah, I would, like, leave at, like, 9 Did we talk about this on here before? I don't know. I think vaguely. We might have just talked about it. We talk a lot. I would just just leave my house at 9 a.m. and then I'd get back at, like, 11. It's dark. Yeah. (laughs) It's so shit. What am I doing out here? I don't know. I would just be out with my friends. Like, the neighborhood kids for, like, 12 hours at a time, if not more. And my mom never cared. She would just be like, hey, I'll be back. Do kids get to experience that anymore? No, not anymore. Because, like, I feel like there's... Back in the day, there used to only be so much, like, fucking Crash Bandicoot that you could play. Before I, you were like, I gotta go, like, do something. Yo, Fortnite is forever. Which is sad. Like, I really, like... I don't want to get all old man here, but I'm really sad. Because I really hope that kids these days... Fuck, I'm old. Kids these days, like, still have that phenomenon of, like, leaving the house at 9 a.m. in the summer and, like, not getting back until dark because you're just out doing stuff. Like, you're never bored. You're just doing stuff. Yeah, you have your own little adventure. You go to the gas station, try to buy a lighter, and they won't let you do it. And that's that's their day. Oh, they they let you do it in my hometown. I hope in, like, the small small towns that I grew up in, because, like, I grew up in a town of, like, under a thousand people, Mm -hmm. and, like, everyone knew each other, so, like... There'd be a thing where, like, I'd be, like, walking around, and this happened multiple times, and someone would just pull up and ask me if I need a ride home. I wouldn't know who they were, but I would get in anyways, because I would just assume, my mom probably knows them, and then they'd take me home, talk to my mom for a minute, and then it would be fine. Maybe we shouldn't tell kids to do that. Don't do that. That was literally, like, a, like purely because... 
Small Everyone town. in my hometown knew each other. The, the only crimes or, like, bad things that happened my entire, like, 16 years of living there was, like, once every two years, someone would throw a rock through the window of one of the gas stations. <laughs> they wouldn't steal anything. They'd just, like, fucking launch a rock, rock at it. Um, there was, like, two or three kids that killed themselves. And one time, like, they, like, the cop was just like, yo, uh, if you see someone walking around, like, trying to, like, open doors of houses, just let us know, because apparently, like, <laughs> apparently someone, like, reported, like, that there was a dude in a hoodie just, like, jiggling the handle on doors, which I'm sure it was just some fucking kid or something. He's just like, checking. He's making sure. Checking, he's, making he is a cop. Sure. He's gonna leave a note. It's like, your doors are your doors doors locked. Your yeah. locked before you. Don't worry about it. No, I'd always have fucking just random people be like, oh, you need a ride home? Because it would be late and they'd see me walking around and I'd be like, yeah, sure. Or it would just like, I'd be walking like on our main street, like the main street in my hometown and someone would walk past me and they'd just start talking to me. I'd have no idea who they were, but they'd talk to me about me and my mom and my like siblings. I'd just be like, yeah, I'd just talk to them. And it's just like, it was a complete fucking stranger. I had no idea who the fuck they were, but they knew everything about me apparently. That's Really weird. That could have been a stalker. No, it was probably... I think most commonly when that would happen, where it was one specific dude that worked at the... That was, like, the EMT, that I think he knew my dad because my dad was training to be an EMT for a while. Oh. I think he got his training, but, like, he knew my family from, like, 10 years previous, but still, like, would talk to me, and everything was super nice. Kind of kind of weird. I think, if I remember correctly, that dude had a glass eye, and it really threw me Fuck off. Fuck yeah, dude. Did you have a... Because you grew up in Des Moines, right? No, I kind of grew up... I grew up in, like, a little rural town, mostly. Norwalk. Nah, it was called, it was called Milo, Iowa. It's, like, one of those places where all they have is, like, a fucking gas station. Yeah. They had a library and shit, I guess. We were fancy, and we had two gas stations and a bar. No. I kind of grew up around, like, the whole metro area, but I think I probably spent more, most of my time in Milo. Like, yeah. now that I've had time to, like, reflect on it more. Yeah. Um... But yeah, so I had like that whole small town living shit that you did, so I understand like everyone knowing everyone and everything. Which I like. Being able to trust people. Yeah. The scariest thing in my town was like, we had this, okay, so Tony Hawk's Underground had just come out, and there's like this mission. 2005. Yeah, there's this mission. No, it was like 2004. 2004, yeah. And there was this mission at the beginning where you have to like, break, or, uh, get something from this drug dealer's house or something and the drug dealers were like yeah they're on the like, corner yeah and they'll fucking beat they you had up that silver van yeah they beat yeah. you up or they like, had guns or some shit 2003 oh okay well whatever and um um so there was a house in town that was known as like all oh, these people deal drugs yeah the uh, big I fucking wooden porch no there was just like this like i'm just describing the house from toyox underground oh yeah 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 there's like this like this house had like some blown out windows and shit people yeah. did live in there and that was the scariest. Like I'd walk by it and I'd walk a little faster in front of that house than I would like yeah. other ones. I'd be like, "That's a fucking drug dealer's house." Dude. That was the scariest. This is a spooky yeah. house. Uh, that was like the scariest thing that happened in my fucking little town. There was also the thing that older kids would say: the fucking Milo Mafia, which I don't know what the fuck, fuck that it's was. The dumbest fucking thing I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> yeah, but when you're like seven, you don't know. You're like, oh, there's gonna be dudes Ooh. in pinstripe suits. They're gonna, <laughs> gonna beat be, them. They're gonna take my bike. It's gonna be dudes in Iowa Hawkeye sweatshirts on Huffies. <laughs> and by dudes, you mean like thirteen year olds? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they have like one chin hair. <laughs> yeah, they've got what I've got going on yeah. right now. They got the neck beard. Yeah. Um, 
Was there any other music shit we should mention? We're hitting like we're getting over time here. I was just gonna mention. Did you you mentioned the Milo Mafia? We had in my hometown. We had Creepy Eddie. <laughs> Creepy Eddie. Which was just a dude, like an old rich dude that like lived very poor. Mm-hmm. Like he had a bunch of money. He just didn't flaunt it or use it. So he lived in like a really old, like spooky Victorian house. Which I think he. I'd like to think he wasn't a weirdo and he was just trying to con everyone into thinking he was a weirdo because he would do really weird shit like whenever we had like spring or fall cleanup he would just put out a bunch of animal cages yeah and like if you looked into like his house like in like the basement windows there was just a bunch of jars filled with shit like lining the windows I'm just like this dude is just like playing Halloween all the time yeah but he would always be walking around he would just walk around he always wore the same like navy blue sweatshirt and like sweatpants and he would either be carrying like a really big stick an animal cage or a like a handsaw the fuck? and he would just walk around town with it and that was creepy eddie that's awesome but he owned a bunch of houses and shit and like inherited a bunch of money but he would just always just walk around and be creepy or you drive around in this old pickup truck and going like half the speed that you would in a residential area <laughs> like a fucking pedophile maybe but, he was a pedophile as far as I know, he was a perfectly normal dude, but, like, it was kind of just a general thing around everyone, like, everyone, and, like, I think my mom originated it, but everyone, like, everyone that I knew always just called him Creepy Eddie. Did His you name have... wasn't even Eddie. His name was Frank, but everyone just called him Creepy Eddie. Did you have your, like, goosebumps experience where you, um, like, have to investigate like a house or something that everyone says is haunted oh yeah we had that on my block like two houses down from me was this house that there was nothing really creepy with it it's just it was in too poor a condition to sell and it was before the whole like flipping on hgtv like became like a fad i thought so you were gonna say no... the economic collapse no this was before the economic collapse as well oh. um it would have been before 2008 um, it was basically before it became trendy to flip houses, so there was no, like, young couples coming in trying to save it, mm-hmm. and it was just this, like, really old, like, house with big wooden porch, it was, like, dusty all the time, but, like, the doors were always unlocked, because mm-hmm. the owners of it just didn't really give a fuck, like, the back door was locked, but the front was unlocked, which I think was, like, meant to be, like, no one's gonna go through the front door, like, they'll be seen if they do that, like, that sort of logic, it's like, no kids are gonna fuck with this, because they're gonna, like they're going to start, like, walking up the steps and get scared that they're going to get in trouble. Right. But my friends and I didn't give a fuck. <laughs> so we would always, like... The first time we ever decided to go, we were going to go into the house, I took, like, one step onto the porch, and the floorboards broke, and I fell through oh, the porch. Oh, no! And uh, I cut the fuck out of my legs, because this was in the summer, so I was wearing shorts. And, uh, Did you I, die? I probably should have gotten a tetanus shot, but I didn't die. I just, like, had a bunch of, like, blood running down Holy my legs. Holy shit. Um... Yeah, I, like, luckily when I, like, went home, my, like, brother was the only one home, and I was just like, AJ, help me, and he just, like, wrapped me up real quick, and he's just like, just put on sweatpants so mom doesn't notice, and I put on sweatpants, I just wore sweatpants for the next week, but we eventually, like, went through and went in, and just, it was, like, there was still furniture and shit in the house, it was just covered up with tarps, Mm -hmm. and it was, everything was dusty and spooky looking. And we would just, like, kind of walk around. We never, like, explored it too much because it was, like, it wasn't that scary, but it was enough that it was, like, I don't want to stay in here for much longer. Yeah. We would fuck around in the garage a bunch, though, because it just had, like, this really old truck in there and just a bunch of, like, old shit. We kind of went into a lot of places we shouldn't have because there was, like... It was, like, abandoned. There wasn't necessarily abandoned, but there was, like... (laughs) 
we would just go in places we weren't supposed to go into and like we would never really get in trouble because either like the people living there would be at work or it would be like an old person that doesn't give a fuck mm-hmm. but like there was like the house next to my friend's house like there was an old couple that lived there and they decided they were tired of the cold so they just moved to florida and then they had one of their granddaughters move in we would just go into that garage and fuck around it was like a really big like garage slash like work work shed we would just fuck around in there and like that's not our house that's not our right to go in there at all but we would just go in there and play around and the granddaughter was always at like work or something like that so she, she that's fucking know. creepy dude we would just fuck around and we would take shit or like just set off fireworks and shit we used to have a game where we would just uh we'd have shotgun shells and we would just hit them with hammers we also had the game of uh because uh, my friend was kind of like a hick, and they always had like guns and like bows and shit like that. We would have the game where we'd shoot a fucking arrow up in the air and see how close we could get it and get it before we'd like step out of the way. So we would just shoot it straight up, stand underneath it, and move it's out. Like, like Russian roulette with arrows. We'd play chicken with the arrows. Uh, and uh, they were dull arrows, so like it would still hurt if it hit you, and it would still like bruise. It would fucking kill you. It wouldn't. I don't think it would kill you unless it got you like in a really good spot. But one time, but it could. One time, I guess they, like, wasn't paying attention to what arrows were grabbed and shot the arrow up. It was one of the sharper point ones. Fucking landed in this kid's foot. Oh. It wasn't one of our friends. It was just, like, some kid that, like, tagged along that we fucking didn't really oh, like. No. I think his name was Cole or something Poor like that. Cole. It's always Cole. But it fucking landed on his foot and just, like, cut the shit out of his toe. Like, it didn't, like, it didn't, go through it his didn't foot. stick to his foot. It, it got his, like, big toe. Didn't stick him into the ground. No. <laughs> It'd be funny. <laughs> He's, like, stuck, his arrow's, like, pinning him to the fucking ground. Yeah, we always did stupid shit like that. We would, like, attach sleds to the back of the golf cart, like, during the winter, and just, like, fucking go around town in the golf cart with, like, someone on the back of the sled. We would set each other on fire a lot, because it would just be, like, if you weren't paying attention, someone would come up behind you with a lighter and fucking light your hair. The kids watching fucking Jackass and shit too much. Jackass. Yeah. Played with throwing knives a lot, I remember that. We would always just, like find a tree and just like, start fun. throwing throwing knives but we'd always pick the tree where the house is behind the tree so we would like accidentally overshoot it and just stick it into the house mm-hmm. yeah we were bad kids good time well I mean like that's the thing about living in a small area though is like there's fucking nothing to do yeah so the you cops gotta never your... talk to us the cops would always just be like hey what are you doing like cause cops probably almost... just happy right, being a kid and having a good time like oh they're yeah. just playing uh, fucking chicken with arrows we didn't have a cop in our hometown we had the fucking cop from the next town over because the, the like, sheriff the, the chief of police died of like a heart attack or something like that and they just didn't get a replacement because I don't think they had the funding or really needed to or wanted to so just like once a week the dude from the next town over would just come in and like mess around for a couple hours talk to the city council members and then leave huh. I think I only ever ever got talked to by the cops once. It's weird. Yeah. Good old small town Iowa. Small town Iowa. A lawless wasteland. But a great place to grow up. I enjoyed it. I had a good time. It was pretty fun. As long as there's like other kids to hang out with, that's usually fun. Yeah, I don't think I would have preferred to grow up anywhere else. Yeah. Yeah. We listened to a lot of uh, a lot of System of a Down and Blink One Eighty Two growing up because we we would use like our like we had like the original xboxes where you could have the music saved on it and normally we used mine that just had a ton of like my brother's stuff mm-hmm. but like when we used like my friends it was always just blink 22 system of down limp biscuit like all of that shit and then a bunch of like early hip-hop like fucking 
Ja Rule and Gucci Mane. <laughs> there was a lot of Ja Rule. It was a good feature on those. Like, you could have the music, like, I remember the Xbox 360, you could, like, have music playing. Yeah, you, you could fun. you could do that with certain games on the original Xbox Halo as well. 3, you could do it with. You could do it with uh, LA Rush, which was my favorite game Ooh. on the original Xbox, next to, like, Halo. I think you could do it with Battlefront 2. Possibly. On the Xbox. I played that on PlayStation. Oh. I was a peasant. A fucking lame one. Dude, uh, PlayStation Battlefront 2 blows. You gotta play it on the Xbox. The X-Bone. The original Battlefront was better on PlayStation than it was on Xbox. <laughs> yeah, I guess that's the only way I played the first one, was PlayStation 2. It was really good. I really liked the first Battlefront. I feel like it's really underrated. It was good. You can, Remakes are fucking terrible. Yeah. They're real bad. Yeah. They should have just remade Battlefront 2, but with better graphics, and then put it, like, the space battles to where you could, like, fly up into them. That's all they needed to do, and it would have been a fucking winner, but nope, they had to fuck that up. They had to make it terrible. Anyway, this podcast is going to the fucking video games. So I think we should probably... We're going fucking soon. nerdy. Any, anything you wanted to mention? Any uh, musical things that we didn't talk yeah. about? Yeah. Um, you want to say? I went through a rabbit hole of 90s hardcore. Um, we'll put that list up. I'm gonna... We'll put the entire list up, but I'm just gonna mention a few. Um... I'm just going to list some bands. Uh, listen to Unbroken, One King Down, Turmoil, uh, Path of Resistance, Indecision, and uh, Damnation 80. Just listen to those bands. Is that it? Also listen to the band A Chorus of Disapproval. I got their fucking discography at JCD and Hobby for 99 cents, and I'm very happy about that. Even though it goes online for like thirty or forty, it's pretty good. Yeah, listen to listen to chorus of disapproval or early '90s straight edge. Listen to indecision, late '90s straight edge. Listen to Earth Crisis, vegan straight edge. <laughs> Just the first two records. Listen to Destroy the Machines and uh, Gamora Season Ends. Don't listen to anything else. I was just gonna say really quick. Let's do. King Gizzard track that was released a couple days ago. <laughs> it reminds it's me. It's very, uh. It's the antipode to my straight edge conversation. <laughs> no. <laughs> and it's coming from the dude wearing a fucking American straight edge hoodie. My mom smoked a lot of weed when she was pregnant, I'm pretty sure. I'm wearing a Freedom shirt, so I'm also repping the straight edge. Jackson, as a fan of music, I feel like you should at least appreciate what that band does. Oh, I, I have no beef with King Gizzard. Okay. I, th- I think they're entertaining. I just don't like psychedelic music. Oh, I love it. It's great. It's <laughs> I don't know. I just I grew I'll up. I'll watch that like live video of them where they're in the studio. Oh fuck yeah! I'll like watch that. I'll just put that on and have it casually because I like watch. I like putting on live performances and studio performances where I'm just doing stuff. Next time King Gizzard comes close, I'll just buy your ticket and you should just come with because it's yeah. a good time and you get to laugh at leave, all the people. There. Leave thirty minutes before they finish like you did when you saw Dude, them. Dude, it was fucking so late. I'm so glad I did too. Well, they, what were they going to play like for an encore? Like some weird They're just going to play the first song that they played they're again. They're just going to play Rattlesnake again? Yeah, they're going to play the first song they played again in hopes that like people didn't realize that they're repeating the song because I'm sure most of the people in that crowd were zooted. In my defense, I had to drive all the way to Milwaukee to the yes, Pabst Theater and on the way back home, it started this fucking, like, typhoon torrential downpour, and I couldn't see shit. 
I could only drive like 40 miles an hour on the fucking highway. We were both driving that night. Yeah. Because I was driving from Ottumwa that night, and you were driving from Milwaukee. Milwaukee. It's, it's like a five-hour drive. It turned into like an eight-hour. I had to pull over in a McDonald's parking lot and eat McDonald's for like an hour, 45 minutes, let the fucking rain die down. What do you get? Uh, it was the Quarter Pounder with cheese. And it was delicious. And I was really hungry. And there were like no restaurants for miles. I don't know what was wrong with that area, but there's like nothing between Milwaukee and where or where we live. Like between Milwaukee and like Des Moines. Or yeah, I guess it was like midnight, so most shit was closed. Yeah. So sometimes, sometimes McD's is all you McD's got. McD's does the does Mickey it. Donald's. I like McDonald's. I don't care what people say. But yeah, that came out. It was good. I like it. That's all I have to say. How long is it? How long is this? No, how long is the King Gizzard song? I think it's like five minutes. Oh, I can do that. I can tolerate that. I'll listen to it. It, it's a. Uh, I don't know what the fuck they're trying to accomplish. It sounds like someone in the YouTube comments described it as like, the King King Gizzard tries to make like a Wiggles album or something. Cause like oh, I, all the songs that I they're with that a lot. releasing are like they sound like they could be like kid like psychedelic kids songs. It's fun though. I enjoy it a lot. I'll listen to it. Yeah, give it a listen. I'll give it a There's listen. There's that. And then this is an older release, but I've been listening to that fucking, uh, the, uh, Kodos album a lot. Oh, yeah, that's a good album. It's really good. That's fun stuff. Two kind of opposite ends of that spectrum, but... Pretty, pretty different bands, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'd say so. Uh, yeah, this has been another episode of You Should Listen to This. Uh, you should follow us on Twitter at YSLTTPod. You should check out the blog spot, which is ysltpod.blogspot.com where not only we'll be uploading the podcast there we'll also be just posting different stuff we find on Bandcamp and YouTube and all that stuff, just different music recommendations and we'll probably go more in depth with it as we go on and we'll probably post fucking the stupid shit that we reference in the podcast yeah. meme shit meme shit meme shit meme shit. I'm not gonna say it again, meme shit <laughs> We'll be posting stuff in there, so check it out. Uh, we'll probably be linking that stuff on the Twitter as well. Um, you can follow me personally at Jackson Buns on Twitter. That's a J A C K S O N B U N Z. Um, you can't get a hold of me. Yeah, Darby is off the grid. If you want to try and talk to him, just message me and I'll relay the message because you can't. Know. There's no way to contact him. What the fuck you would even want to talk to me about? But yeah, there, if you want to talk to Darby about King Gizzard. Go ahead and message me, and I'll just re- I'll forward the email. Actually, no, I take that back. If you want to get a hold of me, just email me at you should listen to this pod at gmail dot com. That what it is? I think that's it. Let me check real quick. I'm verifying that that's the. I'm starting a contest here. Starting a contest. Yeah. If you find one of our flyers in public and you take a picture, first person to take a picture of one of our flyers hanging up around uh, the Cedar Valley area. And tweet it at Jackson or at the podcast. You get a little secret mystery prize. Yeah, you get a secret mystery prize. And I'm going to tweet about that soon. Just This is just so we know. I've been bad about promoting People are actually cards. seeing these. <laughs> I, uh, I closed all my browser tabs and I had my Photoshop <laughs> open. What the fuck? You gotta save screenshot it. I already have it saved. I'll, I'll fucking post it from the from the Twitter account. Anyway, we're good. Thanks for hanging around for like an hour and twenty minutes. Yeah, we're getting we're getting into our groove, our long form groove. We're figuring it out. We're figuring it out. Thank you for listening. Thanks. 
We can get fucking like burrito or something. Yeah, let's, get burrito. let's go get burritos. 